Good Thursday morning, Throwback Thursday with the AJ McCall Show on VFX. Unfortunately, no McCall Taylor today flying solo is the AJ. Well, not flying solo. I think I'm going to have some help here in a second. It will pretty familiar face. But, you know, the ironic thing is yesterday, Produce Butters, out sick. I'd imagine he'd be in again today. Jen, fighting through the sniffles and an emotional wreck after her four-year-old, I believe, son, five-year-old son got married at elementary school this week. And now McCall Taylor gone, though, before anyone texts her, because McCall loves to give me crap when we had that Shaw movie event planned, and then she got a flat tire, and I left it vague, thinking it was her business, and said, hey, she just had something come up, an emergency situation, and then a bunch of people texted her, and she got mad about that. She's actually out because Dustin is having his eyes removed. Again, I kid. He's having LASIK, though, if you want to send her a message, the more vague, the better about how you're concerned, that would be absolutely amazing. The point is, the Radio Ranch ghost is struck again, and VFX members are dropping like flies. I think Mr. Tanner's okay. I didn't see Taylor yesterday. I think he's all right, but Produce Butter's gone. I was feeling like a trash can yesterday. I feel better today. McCall's gone today. Jen was sick. Radio Ranch ghost taking out the VFX staff one by one. I didn't tell you, going to LASIK, McCall yesterday, I think, got a little bit of revenge explaining that to me yesterday. Because, of course, she can't put her fingers anywhere near her eyes. It doesn't bother me. I've been wearing contacts for half my life at this point. But how, that procedure especially, how can you be awake for that? I mean, sharp things come in your eyes. Maybe, maybe doling the senses would slow down my reactions. But my first instinct, they come in with lasers or whatever else to try and Fix my eye. I'm blinking. It's natural instinct. I And for her to say, oh, yeah, it's absolutely okay to be awake during a procedure. No way. Knock me out. I want no part of it. If I can remember any part of any surgery I've ever had, that is a huge, huge mistake. Huge mistake on the medical staff's part because I'm not going to be – I'm making a scene. I'm absolutely going to make a scene. That's just as simple as it is. Not quite a medical procedure, but – there is a <laughs> process that my girlfriend loves that I know is a, I feel like a consistent thing, especially it seems like the women do for the uh, male significant others that let happen to be last night that I think is gross. I kind of want to vomit thinking about it now, actually. The AJ and McCall show. McCall gone, though, because Dustin is having LASIK, though. Please, please, if you are friends with her on social media, happen to have her phone number, message her, send her your thoughts and prayers about the fact that her boyfriend is having her eyeballs removed, and I will owe you a huge favor. AJ Knight with you. AJ, nice enough to come and fill in. So this is the part of the show where it gets confusing because it's AJ and AJ. We're separated by a different pronunciation. I want to know why you couldn't just say, yeah, come I on did. in. No, you didn't. Oh, I'm good. I got it. All okay. I was saying was and that then I, I had And then you're like, well, you can come in if you want, though. I was letting you know you're I more than like welcome to join. I feel like it's high school over again. You're more than welcome to join the AJ and McCall show anytime. I don't really want to date you, but if you want to go on a date, that does, would be fine. It does sound a little bit like modern dating, My doesn't it? gosh, man. Like, we've seen each other. We're not dating, but we've seen each out, other. I'm just hanging out, playing Madden since 4.30. You're more than welcome to join anytime. Anytime. I wish you would have just said that. Hey, speaking of dating, I did say that. <laughs> speaking of dating, so my girlfriend swears up and down. She doesn't like doing this, but last night she was scratching my back and- Oh, no. Gross. I know. It's going to be gross. But she, <laughs> she came across a pimple. I know. It's gross. And so I was like, oh, I think there's 
I think there's a pimple there. She goes, she immediately, immediately, okay, go lay down. I'm going to take a look at it. And so take care of the medical procedure of pimple popping, right? I don't need to describe that because watching those videos is absolutely disturbing. And I was like, you really like doing that? She said, no. Oh, no, 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 I don't like doing it. I'm just, you know, helping out. But like if we're in a shower and she's what standing behind me. What are we doing here? She's standing behind me. And she sees a pimple on my back. She'll immediately, she won't say anything. She'll just immediately start popping it and it'll, it'll hurt. And I'll be like, what are you doing? She, oh, I was just trying to get, well, give me a heads up. Does your wife do that at all? Yeah, we call them closet monsters, actually. But but what she <laughs> better. does. It's she, better to kind of hide the whole process. <laughs> so they're actually, so like it'll be on my head. And what she would do, she would rub. Oh, it was great. She'd rub like her fingers through my hair. Okay. You know, and just kind of like. That's nice. Them. Relaxing. Oh, yeah. dude, it would like make me. It would make me pass out and go to sleep. Okay. Well, see, that process sounds much nicer than mine. I had a girlfriend in college. That she's a nurse. She's a nursing student, and she had this like special tool. It was like it was a silver stick, and then it had like, just a thin wire on it that made a hoop. And she would use it as a way to press my skin to get blackheads and stuff out and like it was like a, I was like a dog it was like a weekly routine she'd be like alright come on let's do this and then she'd do that for like half an hour she'd get every little piece of gunk out of my face and I'd clean my face and she absolutely loved doing it and it was not most comfortable but honestly I was a pizza face most of middle school a little bit of high school so I was good like I took <laughs> I don't think I've ever said this on radio before I actually had a prescription antibacteria or and, uh, what's what's the word? I had a pill to take when I was in high school to help me fight my acne. Fun fact, though, when I had it going to college, it has a lot of the same ingredients as pills that people take to fight STI. So that was quite the fun story to explain. No, 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 no. It's for acne. Wow. That's it. That's it. It's only for acne. I swear to goodness, it's just for acne. How did the how the uh, reaction go to that? Uh, oh, I think for has, uh-huh. hesitant at first yeah, because sure. my nursing student girlfriend made sure to ask her teacher about it. And they're like, <laughs> oh, this is sometimes they did. The teacher did say sometimes it's for acne, but it's also sometimes for STIs. And I was like, okay, it's not the way I pictured this going. I'm, and then I got off the pill. I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. That was weird. But it was for acne. <laughs> it, was it was for acne. For acne. Uh. Okay, I've never been, I mean, it's never been that dramatic for me in my life. Oh, yeah? Maybe it made, made, uh, makes me feel like I lived a much normal life than I first thought I did. No, that's fair. You probably but are still, way more normal not, than I am. Well, no, I'm not saying that. Okay, okay. Not saying that. I'm just saying, like, I mean, there's there's things that I enjoy that people, other people would be like, why the fetch would you actually enjoy that? Oh, I think that's the case for everybody. i give a prime example. So when you talk to your wife, do you have a, a name, nickname, or anything for her? Do you call her, or do you just call her by her first name? No, I I, I have a, a few nicknames for okay, her. Okay, see, me too. I feel like that's pretty common, right? That's normal? Oh, yeah, all the time. McCall doesn't agree at all. Not at all. In fact, you can hear it in the Debated 8 recap, and we'll get into it. Ashley, my girlfriend, has some friends, a uh, a couple that she's friends with that she was talking to this weekend and started to realize, I think it was one of those glass shattering moments where they had done it again and again and it just hadn't stood out to her. And then all of a sudden she noticed it and it went, okay. and she realized you do it all the time. And that's, they don't have names for each other, a nickname, nothing. They address each other by their first names all the time. And I think that is kind of weird. Super weird, actually, if I'm being honest. Like super formal. What? Go, come on. Let's hear it. No. No, you're going to yell at me or say I, you do it, whatever. Let's I hear it. I do it. Dustin and I just talk to each other as Dustin. Like, if I say, hey, Dust, I need your help. It's like, oh, okay, great. Like, I'm... That's weird. 
It's not it's weird. weird. What are you preparing for your next girlfriend if you just refer to him as like babe? What up, babe? So cynical. No, because just... there should be some more feeling plugged into it than that. You are so cynical. Eh. It's we. It's too formal. No. Yeah. I really don't. Do you think call it your is. mom and dad by their names? Yes. You're a weirdo. No. You, yeah. No. Big like, time. I call my mom mom, but I also am like Shelby. Like, I just, I don't understand it. I feel like it's way more personal to call somebody by their name. Like, I just, I feel like going, uh, I don't know. Dustin and I have never really had pet names. Like, I've been like, babe, get me this. And then Dustin's always like, babe, 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 babe. So it's like, yeah, no, it's just Dustin. And well, I bet if you came up with something, knowing Dustin the way that I know Dustin, I bet if you came up with something elaborate. What am like, I going to call him, Stinkle Fritz? Foxy piece of man meat. He'd, he'd be much more willing to work his way back down to bay. I've told Dustin that he looks like a whole snack before, and he's just like, please don't eat me. <laughs> <laughs> like, these kinds of things. What am I going to say? I'm just going to call him like, is this Nickel Fritz? Oh, my oh now you're just being obnoxious. Oh, excuse you're me. You're being obnoxious. Pet names are not obnoxious. I would agree with, no, pet names are not innoxious. It's normal. The name thing is- If you're in high school- No, it's not. I can count the times on probably two hands I've called my parents by their first name. That's funny because I can count the times that I called my mom Shelby today on two hands. Ugh. Too far. I don't like it. I think it's weird. We'll look at the, you know what? We'll put it to rest. I mean, you're wrong, but we'll put it to rest when we look at the poll today. Okay, I'm uncomfortable now because McCall's awkwardly saying, yeah, babe. Yeah, babe. Look, we're, we're work wife. There's difference. Formality's a big part of this. Professional. I'm AJ not, McCall of VFX. Look, I'm not formal with anybody, okay? Like, I just feel like I'm real with things. I call people real names. I can't, I can't say them most of the time because- On air, she means. On air. You know, FCC and whatnot. Yeah. Okay, before we look at the poll today, AJ and McCall's debate at eight on VFX. I think it's weird if you call, well, McCall brought in the parents too. Parents by their first names, your significant other by their first name consistently. It's, it's formal, uncomfortable to me. Not, not personable. Weird. I think it is. So before we look at the poll today, Whitney's online. Whitney, what do you think? Okay, so I agree with AJ. Yeah. Not weird. <laughs> yeah. But, but, there, but here, let me tell you this. Oh, there no. are specific cultures or, you know, is stuff in that way that actually don't really call their parents by mom and dad. Or they don't call their significant others by, like, a pet name. Because I've dated both. I've dated both. Um, one that didn't call me by anything but Whitney and or Wit. And the other... Um, that's all I get called is babe or whatever, you know? So it's crazy, but it's also very crazy to hear somebody call their mom by their first name. It's so weird. Yeah, <laughs> right? Because I've never done that. <laughs> yeah, see, McCall, you're weird. Now, my fault my mom and I have a good relationship. <laughs> Whoa! Oh! Whoa! <laughs> hey, I call my mom and I have a great relationship. Too. Yeah, <laughs> suck on that, McCall. Most of the time I call her mom, but sometimes I'm like, Shelby! <laughs> Because sometimes mom just doesn't get her attention when there are 15 other moms in the room. That's hey, fair. Well, in Utah, I, I can see it being that. a little bit more of a problem. Yeah, because you go, mom! And everyone's like, yes? What? Not you, my mom! Exactly. <laughs> Score a point for me. Whatever. Poll of the day, Palmer on first week poll of the day. Very simple question. Do you have a pet name for your significant other? 47% of people said yes. 53% of people said no. 
So the polls day is in jive with McCall, apparently. Yeah. So I'm not weird. Majority <laughs> is with me. Debatable. <laughs> I can't believe a majority of people went that way. So I've got a new nickname for Uh-oh. Dustin. Uh oh. Let's go no eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. There's thick so, eyes, let's go no eyes. Oh, snake eyes. Yeah, that's not bad. Dustin is having LASIK today. This is where McCall's out. So please, please send her your well wishes, your thoughts, prayers, condolences that her boyfriend's having her eyes removed. It'll be hilarious. Thank you so much. AJ and McCall's show on VFX. McCall's out today. AJ's nice enough to fill in. So you can help me. I like having you in here, especially on this topic, because we agree. McCall says it's not weird to call her parents, Dustin, or significant other by their first name, no real names, nicknames, pet names, whatever, and that blows me away. Okay, so here's the thing. Like, I don't know what to call my mom and dad. I mean, I used to call my mom Momster Mash. I like that. Like, Momster Mash. You I, know, doubt there's, I doubt there's very other people that have come up with that. That was not bad. I like then, that. I mean, and then you got old man, you know. My dad. <laughs> so, yeah, I, as often I think most kids do, mom and dad were mommy and daddy up until, yep, yep. I don't know, Teenage years. And then once I got into middle school, you're like, okay, I can't call him that anymore because, you know, peer pressure, right? I don't even made fun of. So <laughs> I made the joke once that I was like, you're my old man. Oh, my, set my dad off. Yeah, dude. So it's mom and pops. Okay, so I used to call, I, I, I'm like, dad was in a grumpy mood or something because his team lost. I was like, hey, old man, how'd that feel? You don't call me old man. I'm 40. I'm like, dude, shut your mouth. You're freaking 40 something. I'm. 18 year old. My dad did not handle it. So now he, I'm he, close to 40 and I just, oh. He became Pops. Mom okay, so pops. do you have any nicknames? First of all, do you have any nicknames for you? For me? Yeah, what's your nickname? When I dress myself in the mirror each morning? Uh, I mean, we do the we do the standard babe, babe, uh, baby, whatever. Uh, sh- um, she's in my phone, Ashley. My girlfriend's in my phone as Puzzle Piece. Um, her nickname, but now we we do the we have the insulting relationship, you know, the adorable like we call each other names, but it's done with love, stink face, but it, we do all that stuff. Oh no way! Yeah, so can I that. can I can I try one of those butt sniffer? I mean, with the tone the tone was a little bit harsh, oh, but yeah, sorry. you're on the right path. It's Audrey Butt Sniffer here on ninety four five VFX. That, that's a, that's about right. That's about how it goes. <laughs> so my, uh, I mean, I, I I get called Salvi Tot. Cause I love tater tots. Well, see, that's adorable. My last name Salve. I, I do. Come on, Salvi tot. It's adorable. Freaking the guy next to us. I mean, I wouldn't use it. Eats forty of them in about an hour. <laughs> I wouldn't use it on the on the basketball court or anything. But you know, between you and your wife, yeah, Jay Salvi tot over here on Mount Crystal. <laughs> uh, that's not bad. <laughs> no, my nickname thing. I came up with call signs for all my friends in college. So okay. I had a friend who had bad luck. So uh, he was he was snake bite. Uh, there was blackout, Joker, high wire. I came up with all these call signs for my friends and I in college. Okay, so the rest of the day, you need to refer by us by our nicknames. Mine is the Brown Mamba, the Brown Mamba, okay. or the Chocolate Mamba. I like Chocolate Mamba better. Yeah, me too. Chocolate Mamba it is milky. <laughs> now, correct me if I'm wrong, Brown Mamba, Chocolate Mamba. Excuse me. Thank you. I believe you have a pretty impeccable Florida not record. Last <laughs> time I checked, impeccable means. Good. Defeated. Yeah, that's, that's what I thought. I thought you were up there. AJ McCall show on VFX. McCall's out. AJ subbing in. He is your teammate today for the Cash Valley Recovery Florida Knot. And like I said, he's he's good. He does not lose often, if ever. So let's. Here's the three headlines for you today. A woman got into an argument with her boyfriend this past weekend. Threw a Bible at his head. Mm-hmm. Happens. Was arrested. I common right. 
was arrested, of course, for assault, let go, went home, attacked him again. Thou shalt not try again. Yeah, right. Story number two. A guy went to an adult store, stole lingerie, beads, you name it. He stole the whole plethora of things to have a great fun night. But he was quickly tracked down and arrested for theft. Yeah, it happens to me all the time. <laughs> and at a library, they've uh, posted up on social media because they found someone used as a bookmark a slice of cheese. What? It was still wrapped, but a single slice of cheese was used for a bookmark. And the library is uh, looking for the perpetrator. Perpetrator? It's disgusting. It's just... a piece of cheese for heck's sakes. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're just going to... You leave a piece of cheese on that side of the studio. I think in about two days, you're going to be over it. As a bookmark? Come on. You don't have cheese and crackers and a glass of wine while you're reading a book? <laughs> I don't put the cheese in the book when I'm done. Like, you know, I can't you're eat gonna this. You're going to come back and get back to that cheese. You just forgot. Get out of here. It's so weird whenever uh, either McCall's gone or I'm like she's sick and I have to be on this side because I'm so used to not have to think about the censoring myself. AJ, why do you make me feel like I'm a burden to you no, 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 when no, no, McCall's no, 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 gone? No, 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 no. AJ I am McCall. Sick. No, I'm talking about. Remember, because we did this once before, and I screwed it up because I said like uh, the bad said Florida officer or something like that. It's so I'm not used to doing it because I have to censor where these stories are coming from, and I don't like it. I like just listening and being able to make fun of them. That's what I meant. Always just I'm I'm just a problem. I'm a problem child to you. Uh, McCall's gone. Ajay's in. He is on uh, Jackson. We got Jackson, and so here here's three full stories for you. So there's a 51 year old woman. And she got into an argument on the Lord's Day, Sunday, with her boyfriend. Now, I don't remember it being let he who's without sin cast the first Bible, but she decided after, during the argument that's what she wanted to do, threw a Bible at her boyfriend's head. Threw the commandments right at him. Right at him. So she was arrested for assault, obviously. Then they released her. So, you know, having time to think on it, to repent, right, to admit her sins, what did she do? She went home and attacked her boyfriend again. Did she throw the other half of the Bible at him? I'm not sure, but she got arrested and she is still locked up. I think at that point he hid all holy books and like, oh, not again. No more books. No more books. That's story number one. Story number two, 23-year-old guy on a Monday night apparently felt lonely. So he went into an adult store, stole 21 pieces of lingerie. Why only 21? Is there a significance to this? Lube, beads, a shelf enhancement tool, eleven hundred dollars worth of merchandise. Eleven hundred dollars. Needless to say, none of that, none of that is very conspicuous. Police were able to track him down quickly. He was arrested for theft. So eleven hundred dollars minus twenty-one items. Do the math. That's uh, a few other items, but man, I mean, what, what, that guy was going to have a heck of a Monday Dr. night. Doctor John's heck of a Monday night. Yeah. And uh, story number three, there's a library who's posted social media. They're trying to find some help, find some tattletales, because they found a book on their shelf that's bookmark was a little bit unusual. It was a wrapped single slice of cheese. They said cheese looks old, moldy, and honestly, a little bit liquefied. Okay, what's the big deal? Cheese and wine. You have it while you're reading a book. Not on in your the porch. Book. Next to the book, sure. And then you're like, Not oh, I'm going to come back book. and get back to the story. Not in the book. You put it back in the book, and then the library's like, oh, your book is overdue by five days, please. So you freak out because you don't want to pay the dang fee. You turn back in the book. You say, I'm going to come back and get that book, but you forget. It happens. We don't need to go freaking going, let's look for the perpetrator. 
I, I Did you leave the cheese in the book? I think the real question, if you're really going to criticize, how come the person who checked the books back in didn't you know, do just the upside-down, flip-through-it-once test? I can still imagine how the, the uh, conversation would go with the police. Did you leave the cheese? Look, I was just going to find it. Sit down and eat wood, Chachi. So, uh, AJ, before we ask Jackson here, what story do you think it is? So, I'm feeling that, I mean, 21 pair or items of Wadi Laws for $1,100 <laughs> tells me that it's got to be it's got to be story number two. But Zadokson, this game's about you. Your thoughts? And I think I'm going to go with number two. Okay, so you guys are on the same page here. So, of course. final answer, it is not story number two. What? That happened in Houston. No! Houston. Sorry, Jackson. You can't play tomorrow, though, at 6.50. Yep. No! No worry. Thank you. No, there is worry. There you is a 50/50 worry. Shot. You're not done yet. The chocolate mamba is no longer undefeated. You got a 50-50 shot. We got one more try. This, You're, you're okay. Trust me. <laughs> so it's not story number two, which leaves one and three, the bookmark and the Bible thrower. A familiar Florida not face back on VFX. Maybe chocolate mamba. You can help him out because I think Austin is like oh for his last... Three or four with me as his teammate? Well, that's the problem. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm giving- You're Brian Scalabrini. I am Michael Jordan. AJ and McCall on VFX. So calls out. AJ's filling in. Austin, on that subject, though, I'm, I'm get a little bit of this credibility back. AJ's being ridiculous, right? Nobody uses cheese as a bookmark. Right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Also, don't, don't kiss up to him. <laughs> okay, I, have you I ever read it. a good book? I put cheese or a Ritz cracker in there. Get out of here. <laughs> okay, so you guys are teamed up. We got two stories left. Here we go. Story number one. Again, I don't think the saying is let he who's without sin throw the first book, but a woman got into an argument on Sunday of all days with her boyfriend and threw the Bible at his head. So she was arrested for assault. She had time to think about it. She was released. She went home and decided, you know what? I'm going to double down on my sins and attacked her boyfriend again and is now locked up for domestic battery. And story number three. Sounds like Utah. <laughs> Maybe. There, there'd be another book Bible. being thrown out the I mean, Bible. Bible, I mean. I yeah. Don't know. <laughs> yeah. Good good observation. Story number three. Uh, there's a library who's gone to social media for a little bit of help because they found a piece of cheese that was used as a bookmark. Looks old, looks moldy, looks liquid. Library says the person who found it was grossed out. It's uh, either an American history or geography book with a single slice of cheese used as the bookmark. Story one or story three? Um, uh, what do you think, AJ? Okay, so I, I've already lost my first one, and so I'm going to be very careful. So instead of thinking it's the most obvious, I'm going to think it's the most least obvious now. The most Listen. least obvious. Most least obvious. Okay. okay. I'm following you. So I'm going to go th- story number one now. Out of the 50-50, flipping a coin, closing my eyes, story number one. Austin, your thoughts? You know, I think I'm going to roll with you. Let's go with just one. Let's try and get you to keep the undefeated, you know? Let's do it. Bravo. Yeah, it, was in, it was in Florida. The okay, library yeah. was in England. Thank you. <laughs> Hang on the line, Austin, and we'll get your information from you. Okay. Okay, Bravo. so time out. That sto- so the cheese thing happened in England? England libraries. That makes so much media. more sense to me is why they're trying to arrest what, the person. Because <laughs> cheese is a delicacy. Okay, but it... What meat yes, is to India, I, cheese is to England. I agree that cheese is a delicacy, but it, it's like it's a it's craft. It looks like a craft American cheese slice. No, it does not. No, delicacy. stop it. It does. I have a picture of it on the story I read. What you think is craft is really one of the finest cheeses mm. 
in in England, in not Scotland. <laughs> Congratulations to Austin. Way he to wins, go, Austin. He hey, wins the Stong I lost my friend. undefeated streak, so it's only fair enough he gets his you first st- win. I mean, you still get a W for the day. If you win the day, you get a dub. So Austin wins. In fact, there's an asterisk next to that. <laughs> AJ, you and I are about the same age. I think you and I have a lot of the same personality traits. Explain. Uh, I will. I had something I realized uh, this week specifically set in. I was like, oh, man, I think I lost some of my child wonderment. Okay. Yep. Has to do with a common winter obstacle, I, I will say. I think I know where we're going. You do? Okay. We'll find out for sure. And, Aja, you and I, I think we're about the same age. I think we have a lot of the same personality traits. We, in fact, like a lot of the okay, same things. Okay. Look, a lot of people try to do that with me. I'm a celebrity. Hey, we're just like alike. We're like best we're friends. Same. Okay. I'll follow you on no, Insta I'm, I, You're right. You're right. I, maybe maybe this is me projecting a little bit because you're so famous. Let's try it. Let's see what happens. So I realized this week, I think I've lost a little bit of that child wonderment that lives inside me. Okay. Because you know what everybody loves to do wintertime? Knock down icicles. Who doesn't love to do that? Knock down. Actually, you know what? I'm with you. Yeah. You know what I haven't done this yeah. winter? Knock, Knock down, down an icicles. Icicle. I, the child inside me died a little bit. He's kind of, I mean, now is it that you just walk by him and you don't even think about it and you're yeah. like, oh, I gotta Well, go. I have this, so where my my apartment is, next to me, there's a building that's slightly taller than me uh-huh. and it has an old uh, rain gutter and so they have tons of them just lined up in a row right there. Mm-hmm. Like it's literally, where I park my car, it's three feet, three feet over that and I can just knock them all down. Oh. I just don't even think about it. The can child I- inside me has clearly died. Can I come do it? You're more than welcome to. I, I clearly am just, I've gotten old. I've gotten old. That's what's happened. Here's a question for you. Is it bad manners or, I guess, a bad idea to knock icicles off of cars? Like when they drip down? No. Okay. See, I was always, I don't, I don't know. I like always did it. And Especially I try, trucks. Did. Trucks are the best. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know why, but I enjoy that. Let's just say it's. I don't. It's such. It's, I'm, I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna go as far as addicting, but it, it's so much fun. Like I was used to look forward to what, it. What's more satisfying, stepping on crunchy leaves or knocking down Ooh. icicles? That's a good one. I think I'm gonna go with icicles. And you know, I think so. I like icicles more than leaves. And you know what else I used to do when I was a young kid? Uh-huh. Like I'd walk by a tree and. Because I was so small, I couldn't dunk a basketball. Right. But when I go to a tree, I'd be like, oh, I can jump and like hang on this limb, pretend like I'm dunking on it. Oh, man, I did it to my mom's trees all the time. <laughs> In fact, I one time broke a branch, and my mom didn't notice. But then when she went down there, I didn't like. I forgot to remove the branch, <laughs> remove the evidence. My, so my mom was freaking out. And I don't think she even – I think I'm confessing actually at this very moment that I'm the one that broke <laughs> the branch. Oh, dude, I was doing this sweet Michael Jordan oh, like, yeah. one-handed sure dunk. glorious. Oh, dude, it was, uh, yeah, and then the branch came down and <laughs> all heck I mean, broke really, So then really you were Shaq just pulling the backboard down. <laughs> That's really, really what you were. Oh, man. Dude, I, now, see, no, I'm missing it. Oh. I'm telling you, right? It's good news. We're supposed to have snow for like the next week and a half, so now if everybody else is like, oh, man, I haven't done that, they're coming. They're coming. Your chance is coming. Be careful, though. I had an apartment in college, and no surprise, this was the cheap one that everybody lived in. Like, I think the drug dealers lived there, too. Not that's why reason I was living there. But it had this big awning that went up over the uh, entrance that you walked in because it was three stories you walked in and then there was landings that went up left and right. And nobody would check for, for that worked at the apartment building. So those, those suckers would grow like seven feet long. <laughs> 
Because it was like 20 feet off the ground. No way. So luckily, we would one night, because our apartment was the first one up the landing, we were knocking them down because they're like, at some point, this thing is like 50 pounds. This is going to kill someone. So we did our due diligence and we knocked that sucker down. It was like seven feet long. Why is nobody knocking this down? I need to go watch videos of icicles being knocked down There's now. Some, something magical about it. Speaking of Frozen, I admit yesterday carried in a little bit of a stereotype about a, a drink that has become popular with kids. Mm-hmm. You've lived here whole life. See what you think on it because I got to be honest, Utah earned some big time cool points with me yesterday. Okay. AJ McCall at VFX. McCall's out. AJ's nice enough filling in. And AJ, let me get your opinion on this. So McCall and I dove in this a little bit yesterday because the new trend among kids is liking non-alcoholic cocktails. And again, there's no dangers, no alcohol in them. Now you're giving me a weird look, so you're not feeling it. No, I've never heard of non-alcoholic cocktails. Oh, I'm telling you, it's delicious. Here, so here's what? Here's here's where my stereotype kicked in a little bit, Utah. We we threw this up on the socials after after we talked about it, and I thought. It's going to be some pushback. People are going to like the idea, even if it's non-alcoholic, of just talking about it. Every single comment on our Facebook page, yes, fancy slushy, heck yes, no alcohol, fine. Hey, I'm going to be 30 next week, and I'm still drinking a pina colada virgin. Yes, Shirley Temple, yes, yes, yes. I mean, honestly, they earned some cool points with me yesterday. I thought there was definitely I didn't know some there people was such thing. about it. Oh, next time you go out somewhere that has them, I personally would suggest a non-alcoholic margarita because it's just... It's a nice, it's a slushy. That's all it is. It's delicious. Okay, so quick, quick, or quick story. I was at Texas Roadhouse about three years ago with my wife. Okay. We were, I was getting a wild strawberry lemonade. It looked delicious. Sounds delicious. And so I drink the first one. Okay. Delicious. Drink the second one. Incredibly good. Start dozing off. <laughs> my wife has asked me, hey, are you okay? And I had cheese fries, right? Okay. And she's and she's like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, "Just eat your food." And I'm like, <laughs> falling out. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, I woke up the next morning with a serious hangover. <laughs> they gave me a mixed drink, alcoholic. I never drink alcohol in my whole entire life, oh, not geez. even a sip. And I had an alcoholic <laughs> drink, two of them, a lightweight. All I know, from according to my wife. I was half naked with a laundry basket over my head, running into Wall Street when I need protection, and then begging to watch 10 Things I Hate About You, starring Julia Stiles and Heath Ledger having cheese fries at about just after midnight. That's all I know. And singing to Belinda Carlisle of the song Runaway Horses loudly. (laughs) Two things. One, at least it was delicious. Two, that's a great story. You're welcome, world. You win. Okay, so, you know, th- there, I can understand. I expected pushback because of stories like that. But, no, nah, everybody said, yeah, they're fancy slushies. So, maybe make sure it's non-alcoholic next time. Please. <laughs> hey, Shane McCall at VFX. AJ filling in. With McCall out, I'm actually doing something special. We'll get to uh, at the end of the show once we collect all the questions. But uh, I'm doing sort of a Q&A. It's AJ McCall show on VFX. AJ's filling in with McCall out today. And so whatever question you want to ask can't be stopped me from answering, right? McCall can't censor me nothing. So on our social media, the Q&A logo has been put up. Whatever you want to know, get there. And at the end of the show, I'll answer a bunch of those. Just FYI. AJ is nice enough to fill in. Now, AJ, you and I are both big sports fans. One of the common, oh, probably yeah. the biggest thing you and I share yep. in common. So in the 411, I had this, and I don't know if you heard it or not. But the Philadelphia Flyers mascot, Gritty, right? He was all over social media because he's terrifying. Yes. 
On a scale of 1 to 10, how surprised are you that that mascot is the one that is allegedly being investigated, or excuse me, is being investigated for allegedly punching a 13-year-old kid? Sounds about right. Right? I I, I still, like, why, I, as a mascot, you have these terrifying. terms you have to live by. Why would you go, like, the kid's already terrified of you. Why would you go freaking clock him in the head, Mike Tyson? <laughs> Why would you go at Vandy Vander Holyfield him? Well, you know, I I agree. I mean, obviously that that nothing well is going to ha- turn out of that. Does he belong on Sesame Street? He looks like a cracked out version of something on Sesame <laughs> Street. Taking a step back, though, since you're a big sports fan, how how tough do you think it is being a mascot? Oh, it's tough. Because you know you got to catch so it's much tough, crap. Man. You got people throwing stuff at you, booing at you, telling you get the crap out of the way. You got kids who are crying when they have to see you. Uh, and then, I mean, you gotta go do backflips and stunts, whatever, dude, I would never, and you know, they don't get paid enough. No, I'm, I'm with you. Like, don't remember, I always watch, uh, you know, I'm a Bulls fan. I love Benny the Bull. They, they always do the, the, between the third and fourth quarter, they do the trampoline dunks and stuff. And I'm th- I watch stuff like that. I'm like, yeah. And then you read stories like this. And you're like, shouldn't have done that, but I'm sure he deals with more than his fair share of just terrible kids. And one day he was like, all right, that's it. Enough's enough. I know it's it's well I mean so so what's the story I mean because uh, the kids say hey can I get a picture you know what yeah here's a picture right now bam so the story supposedly back in November he, Gritty the mascot was doing a photo shoot with fans and one of the 13 the 13 year old kid in question hit Gritty on the head after the photo the kid's dad says and I quote he playfully patted him apparently Gritty didn't take it that way though and punched the kid in the back Okay, Sucker punch. time out. It's a 13-year-old kid. How hard is he going to hit you? That's a fair point. And you have a mascot uniform on. It cannot hurt to get a hit in the head. I don't, so I, why would you turn around and clock him in the back? Okay, first of all, there's a lawsuit coming. It's going to be delicious for the family. <laughs> Secondly, the guy just lost his job. Oh, big time. Third, there's an assault. And fourth, uh, you did it while wearing an ugly costume. So lose, 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 lose. It's usually a win-win. This is a lose-lose-lose-lose-lose. Big lose. time. <laughs> There's a hashtag on Twitter, hashtag Grittygate. <laughs> look at, he's on our Twitter now. I've tweeted it. He is t- Gritty is the stuff of nightmares. People with sleep paralysis see monsters like that. He's looking to get kicked in the Wachobies. <laughs> Utah's VFX on social media. Find us. See Gritty. I mean, again, not surprised. That's the, you're like, okay, a mascot punt. It was Gritty. It was definitely Gritty. There's no other mascot you'd pick. It was absolutely Gritty. Oh, my gosh. Okay, speaking of mascot, the dress code, all that. Someone sent us a memo they got uh, yesterday from management about the car situation. Oh, I read this on your Twitter. Cannot believe it. Read this on oh, your Twitter. Oh, my gosh. We're going to get into that because I have... Some stories to share, dress code comments. Oh, we're unpacking it all. It's going to get interesting. AJ filling in with McCall out for the AJ and McCall show on the Beta Date on VFX. And I hard to imagine. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this is more of McCall's alley. But anybody be too pleased with the memo that someone sent to us yesterday? So let me let me summarize this for everybody, AJ. And it's on our social media, Utah's VFX. So it says, as a company, you know, they still use credit card checks as part of their hiring process to employ to ensure their employees can be trusted and make smart financial decisions. We've noticed from some time to condition your vehicle and want to discuss the matter. Since we know your annual salary, we think a newer, more appropriate-looking vehicle should be within your financial reach, and it is in our concern that you're having a difficult time financially. 
Uh, we are concerned that you may be susceptible to fraud and not responsible for your position maintained, or maybe you're just in trouble financially. But to be frank, the car just looks bad. Please let us know if there's a reason that you have not upgraded your vehicle before now. If it is a financial matter, we need to know the details of the problems you're having. Perhaps it's simple as you did not know the concern you're raising. Yada, yada, yada. Thanks. This heads up. This head guy. So somebody sent us a memo they got. Basically, their boss said, hey, your car's a piece of garbage, and we don't like it. We're tired of looking at it. Let's go. New it up. Get something fancier. Chop, chop. And to answer anyone's questions before you're like, well, maybe... According to the message that the memo was sent in, car has nothing to do with the job. It's nothing to do with the job. It's not like they're a drive-by salesman. You're like, okay, what well, their car looks bad. They're, they're probably hindering their job. Literally just sits in the garage. Initial thoughts, AJ. I am appalled at Mr. Said VP dude. Yeah, right? What does it matter? It, look, when did all of a sudden the way you dress, the way you drive... Matter in well, okay, dress is understandable. The way you drive matters so much that you have to call the person out through email and say, "Well, there we have dealerships who can take care of you." No, no, no. If you have a problem with the car, go buy a dang car for them. Right. A lot of people actually said that, and I, I mean, there's so many people who commented like, "Okay, boy, are they, you gonna give me a stipend to buy a car?" Because unless it was told, I told when I got hired, the car needed to be upgraded. I don't know what you're expecting me to do. We got Jeff on the line. Jeff, what do you think about this whole memo? Again, it's on our social media, Utah's VFX. I understand why they sent the message out that they uh, did. Now, maybe they could have phrased it a little bit differently, approached it a little bit different. But much like your dress code, when you're out in public, you know, re- representing a employer or representing a company, there has to be a certain professional look about it. You want you want people to look at a, at a you and say and say, oh, this guy has all of his ducks in a row and is, and is knowledgeable and is strong. Okay, okay. Here's my thing, Jeff. Yeah, I understand I mean, about the dress code. The car doesn't say that. The car doesn't tell you that the guy's on time, loyal, hardworking, has a doctorate degree in whatever the, the, the study is or the, the business is. It, it doesn't tell you that the guy is a great thinker, team player, follows instructions, is impeccable at his job. The car doesn't tell you that. I, I, I figured at some point someone was going to make the leap to dress code because I, I, I mean – I'm not going to speak for her because I don't want to get her in trouble, but McCall is very particular about the way people dress. And so I, I, I think maybe she maybe make a similar argument, Jeff, not to the same extreme, but, you know, the way you present yourself. But I'm with you. It's a car in the parking lot. And, then, and again, person said car has nothing to do with the job. It just sits in the garage. This memo came out of the blue because their car is old. But I figured we'd jump to dress code. So we'll look at the poll today and get to dress code. But the important question, the base of this is, what information is your boss allowed to know outside of work? No. So the, a memo was sent to us yesterday that we were using for the debate at eight about how someone's car was old, doesn't look good, needed to be upgraded. That was the memo they got from higher up. And predictably, I think a lot of the comments were like, well, who in the heck gets to say that? I mean, Jody commented, said, susceptible to fraud. Did he agree when he hired to maintain a certain type of vehicle? Kira, wow, I'm at a total loss for words. Stacy, I would show up uh, next day in an even worse-looking car. Kiss my butt. I love it. I'm actually a big Bite fan of back. that answer as well. Totally. And, and so the, the central issue here is, I think, what what outside of work 
Is your boss allowed to know? See, that's like, that's a great point because the, what people don't see in the letter is, please tell us why your financial situation is yeah. the way it is. Excuse me, I baking powder? No. I have to tell you freaking squat there, Mr. Heimrich. And 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 the memo is on our social media so you can see it. So the the conclusion, Jeff said he could understand it based on, you know, dress code. And and dress code is probably in the similar vein as this situation. If you take certain jobs or any job, there's definitely at least a minimum dress code, but certain jobs, the dress code's probably a little bit higher up. But that means I think I still think it's a little bit of a leap. Before we look at the poll day, Austin, you ever had uh, any dispute at a place of work over a dress code? No, I work in construction, so they kind of let me do what I want, you know? I, I got a bullet, so. <laughs> How would you I deal mean, with it just out of curiosity if someone was to come up with you and be like, hey, yeah, we got we to gotta class this up a little bit. Come on. I find a new job. I like wearing what I want. I like <laughs> it. You and me both, Austin. Freedom. Right? Have you ever been in a dispute over your dress code? Uh, No, but, oh, well... Hmm. Oh no, I I would say no, but like I, I used to like I used to have a beard or whatever, and they make me shave it at a, another okay. company, and I was like, I'm not shaving nothing. I look good. I feel good. Beard gives me power. It gives me confidence. That I actually do my job right. Here's a couple of interesting situations. See what you think about these. Janelle said when she was hired at her job, her boss gave her a logo jacket. Then the boss switched. She got a new boss, and that boss said, "You can't wear that jacket because it's the wrong color." Even threatened to send her home. Eventually, she gave me a jacket of the color she wanted to wear and kept my wrong color jacket for herself. Doesn't sound petty, does it? Wow. That's that's too much for me. <laughs> uh, Skylar says someone in HR threw a fit over his toe shoes. Said, my boss didn't care. Women are allowed to wear sandals. The dress code technically allows, allows sandals for men, but I got chewed out for wearing these. You ever seen those? Those hiking ones? Okay, so yeah, I used to work in a place where you need to wear steel toe boots. Okay. But I just I didn't ha- I didn't have any. I didn't want to go buy them, so I just like wore like shoes and like well you need steel toe boots. Like, no, I don't. It's a freaking toy area. I don't need no steel toe boots carrying a twenty pound toy. <laughs> the Palmer Home uh, Poll of the Day: Have you ever been involved in a dispute over dress code? Forty three percent of people said yes, so a majority says no. And lucky you, I was working down in New Mexico on radio. And and I get in this dress, this dispute all the time because I get it. McCall, I think, would classify herself as more leaning business casual, not business casual, but leaning that way. Whereas I dress comfortably. I'm here to be me. I'm AJ on the radio. I'm AJ in real life, right? Yeah. I mean, look, you're. I mean, you don't see us, and so I'm not going to worry about dressing up for you. That's a big part of it too. A little bit more of the rebellious part, but in general, I want to be me. That's why I'm here. But I get involved in this. But down in New Mexico, they flipped, and so they made the argument. You, or they made the rule. You had to wear collared shirts, and we weren't allowed to wear shorts. So the summer I'm working down there, I have to wear polos and jeans. It's 115 degrees everywhere. <laughs> it's New Mexico. It's South New Mexico. I am dying. I'm like, this is the stupidest thing. I am sweating to death so I can go sit in a building and try and do my show. Really? Really? I would have loved to see that, actually. Oh, it's terrible. Couldn't wear it. I mean, hey, if they told you for now on you need to come in a shirt and tie, you would say what? No. I've been told it already here. What, I, you have? Yeah, I've been told I need to wear dress. No. And I, I've come up with, before it was just me like blowing it off. Now the argument is not because you. <laughs> Ajay tells a story. This is not to humble brag, but Ajay tells a story when we were both doing basketball color last year, play by play, excuse me, 
about we were at Bear River and someone asked me for oh, an autograph, yeah. right? So I, I usually take stories like that. I'm like, well, people come up to me because I don't look like a stiff. I'm relatable. This is me. Yeah. And, 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 and I mean, if you dress up in a shirt and tie, people sometimes get intimidated by that. Would those, right? and you say someone, there was a group of kids getting your autograph. Right. So stop it. But I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, same thing with you. You got your own show. Yeah. What if someone told you, you know what? Hey, no jerseys, no nothing. We need business casual or better. You're out there to do your show. I'm like, you don't even come into our office and check our show anyway, so why do you care? <laughs> so that, the central issue, and again, check out the memo, utahsvfx.com, is what information... I'm going to get fired. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> we do. We have gotten complaints before about talking about work-related things. We got in <laughs> trouble once because we complained about producer butters. That was awesome. But the central, <laughs> the, the central question here for the debate at eight is what information can your boss know? Because I actually had a run-in uh, that I want to get into kind of similar to this. You know, I don't think there's a whole lot that unifies the country anymore, but this debate at eight, I think, has gone a long way to getting us all on the same page. Absolutely. AJ and McCall show on VFX and calls out. AJ's filling in. There's a memo that was sent out basically saying to an employee, your car looks bad and we want it to look nicer, so please buy a car. We know how much you make. We're worried you don't know how to manage finances. A whole bunch of crap, right? And Jeff was on, and again, I'm I'm trying to take away everybody's entitled to their opinion. And Jeff, I think, was very polite about saying, I can understand, depending on a certain job, you know, dress code is a factor. And I figure that was a logical leaping off point. But, Ajay, uh, you're a pretty personal guy. I think the central issue here is, what is, what is your boss allowed to know outside of work? Because obviously, you know, they set the rules. You got to follow the rules I mean, I guess to a certain extent, but to the most extent. If, there's a, if you're a salesperson, you know, there's a dress code. you got to follow it. Yes. So what, what What? are they allowed to know? What are they allowed to control? Uh, of like, okay, are you asking about your outside life of work? Yeah. Because oh. I think the car, the card's not, okay. the reason I ask Look, is the car's been confirmed. It's not part of the job. Here's my thing. If it's affecting your work life, then yes, I need to know what's going on. Okay. Reasonable. Whether it's your marriage, relationship, maybe it's a family, personal life, something like that. If it's affecting your work, they need to know what's going on because then it's affecting the company. Okay. That's pretty basic. Yeah, I if like that. If it's not affecting your work, then they need to stay out of the way. If you are hitting your deadlines or your quota or whatever it is, there is no reason to ask what is going on in their personal life. No, that's smart. I don't think you can really argue with that. That's pretty well laid out. By that means, then, uh, maybe maybe my angry point I was going to make, and you can decide for me here, help me decide, is... is uh, is not as angry as I should be. So, you know, outside of stuff, I personally kind of am a keep to myself kind of guy. Once you get to know people, then we can we can go from there. But, uh, you know, once upon a time, I had a discussion with a, someone in management. Um, and, you know, it was getting about time for me, I think, to, you know, ask about a pay raise. I'd put in some time there. And so I was, you know, working the subject, trying to do it politely. And I, I take my work very seriously. I thought I would, I had warranted one. In all honesty, I thought I had warranted one. And, and then, you know, comment was made about, well, you know, we uh, we think you're doing pretty well. We see, you know, you, you like to travel. We've seen that. So we think you're doing pretty okay. And I got to be honest, that comment really bothered me because I'm like, what that has nothing to do with what, what I choose to do with my money. You don't know how I manage it. You don't mm-hmm. know my bills. It, like for the person with the car, somebody sent us a message, made a great point. Maybe they have a lot of bills. Yeah. Student loans, credit cards, medical debt. They don't know. 
and in my case, you know, maybe that's what I maybe I have a small apartment, maybe I have a small car, a paid off car because I like to travel. Sure. But you know, based on your point, and I hate doing this because I love being right. Vacation time is entitled, but you know, I did work miss work for vacation time. So is that were they maybe not out of line making that comment? Because I am entitled vacation no, they're, time. No, they're still out of line because again, it's not affecting your work. Okay. You before you left your vacation. Which um, was wonderful for you because you love to travel, experience uh, an awesome culture. You took care of things that you had to, and everything was in place to be done. Nothing ran out of function. Nothing went awry. Everything was just fine while you were gone. And then you came back. I stepped out. You stepped in. Bada beam, bada boom. We're still flying. <laughs> hey, what's your, what's your policy, by the way? I, I, you're not new here anymore. You've been around for a while with your, your afternoon show over on the fan and stuff. What's your policy when it comes to coworkers? You you pretty open book, pretty quick, and you close to the vest. Yes and no. It depends. There's people here. I'll discuss things that are personal to me. There's people who I will not tell anything to. Yeah. See, I'm I'm pretty much in that ladder boat until I get to know you. Nobody's yeah. knowing anything until yeah. I feel like I, I can I mean, trust and, you. And that's the thing with I mean, I've I've built great relationships here at Cash Valley Radio with wonderful, wonderful, wonderful people. But I mean, again, there's I mean, that's a very small circle to me. And and even with them, yeah. they don't know everything. They do know a few things, but not everything. You know, fun fun story, real fast. Uh, my first radio job, I had a boss hated, could not stand, terrible boss. I'm I'm justified. She's awful. And so nobody liked her because she was not a good person. And uh, I remember there was a secretary there because the bo- my boss was a girl, and there's a secretary there that my the owners offered a raise that she wanted if she spent time with her. And I remember getting in trouble because I was like, I don't want to spend time with her. I don't want to be around her. And I li- this is legitimately when I sat down and told my my owners at the time. I said, Look, this is a workplace. That means it means one really obvious thing. There's a collection of people in here that are forced to work together who maybe not interact. That means three things. There's people in here I like. There's people in here I'm indifferent to. And there's people in here I don't like. The only difference in here as opposed to the outside world is I don't have a choice about it. Mm-hmm. So unless I'm being disrespectful, leave me alone. Because I don't like them and you can't force me to like someone. But I feel like that gets lost on people sometimes. Like, I feel like you and I need to have like a come to meeting of each other. You know, let's let's just I get like out you. the anger. I like well, why you. do I have to invite myself to your dang show? Why is it? Well, look, I'm good. And then if you want to come in, you can. Yeah, I, that's that's clearly an invite. The back end <laughs> what it is. Speaking of you being on the show, AJ. Last time that you filled in, we got an interesting email. I want to ask you about that email because. You know, you're filling in again. Could somebody else be getting an email? And there's a pretty big football game coming up in just over a week. But is for the parties, is it really about the football game? No one can stop me from answering the questions you want to know. So if you got a question about the AJ McCall show, get it up on the Q&A part of our uh, social media post from last night. At the end of the show, I'm going to answer people's questions. I get McCall's to know you questions. Here. Um, AJ McCall at VFX. AJ's filling in with McCall gone. It's sort of just... Is there something you wanted to know? Because now nobody could censor me. Clearly, that debate at eight, nobody could censor me. So my question is, is how do you handle criticism from those listening? That is a great question. I'm going to answer them all in an hour. I'll take yours now because actually that's what I want to talk about. Um, You know, <laughs> it's something I think you learn when you get in this field that no matter what, somebody's going to have something snarky to say once upon a time. They're just Name not going to like you. Yeah. There's not going to. But that means you made it. I feel like that means you've made it. In entertainment, 
if you are divisive or loved, it's good. If it's you're great. If you're in the middle and you're in, no one's saying a word. People forget about you. Yep. So it's good. I mean, so for instance, when I went on vacation to Asia, Ajay was nice enough to fill in. I was gone for I think seven shows, eight shows. And over that stretch, I got an email <laughs> criticizing me about how I handled a discussion on a certain movie. And, <laughs> and my favorite was the whole email's tone was, I can't believe you said this. It's so not, not nice to say mean things, blah, 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 blah. End of the email, AJ is a douche. So I felt like the whole argument kind of fell on itself when you end with AJ's a douche. But that happened while I was gone and you were filling in. Now McCall's gone and you're filling in. So, so is it possible now? Producer Butters is going to get an email Saying, I can't believe McCall said that Gritty the mascot's terrible. We looked him up and now my kid's going to have nightmares. McCall's a douche. Is that going to happen? I can't do it. <laughs> I feel like no. Like, uh, look, she's- uh, you know, I, I really think uh, that the mascot needs to grow up. Okay, The kid is the kid. He did, he did hit a kid. He did hit a kid. He did, I think he deserves it. And I'm sorry. Gritty looks like a cracked out Sesame Street character. He's on our Twitter right now. Go look for yourself if you've never My seen him. My boyfriend just lost his eyeballs right now. I it's am true. freaking out. Send your condolences to McCall. Her boyfriend's having his eyes removed. Just kidding. He's getting LASIK, but do it anyway because it's going to be a blast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speak, so speaking of sports, you and I love sports. Love Talk sports. sports all the time. Talking sports all morning. You've been on my air. show several times. Yeah. You'll be on tomorrow. Yeah. We love sports. We do, we do the high school stuff here for Region 11. Yes. So... Super Bowl's coming up, right? Week from Sunday. Who cares? Everyone's going to organize one of the biggest days in the country. Everybody gets together. Who cares? You're not feeling Patriots fan over there. I, it's fine. I don't want to talk about the football because I think the reason you get together for a Super Bowl party is not because of the football. There's one overwhelming reason why I'm coming over to hang out at your house for that football game. You going to watch the Super Bowl, AJ? You got it, right? For the commercials, at least. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to watch the Super Bowl for the first time in a long time. Really? I'm going to watch TV of people playing a game and then watch the commercials. And then just eat a bunch of junk food while doing it to get through my sorrows. Now you're on the right path. AJ McCall's show on VFX. McCall's out today. AJ's nice enough to fill in. So you would think biggest football game. Honestly, one of the biggest television events, if not the biggest television event every year in the country. Absolutely. You get together, right, because of the game, the t- the, the stuff on TV, the, yeah. the commercials, whatever it is. Yeah. Everybody, even if you're not a football fan, watch the Watches commercials. Watches it still for the heck of it. Yeah. yeah. Not the case, actually. You know why people get together? Because of what you said you were going to be doing. Snacking? Yes. See, that's why I'm snacking my sorrows away. Yeah, oh, As absolutely. a Patriots fan, we never catch a break. And I just, I, for... And I, I, I need too to get my sorrows rid Now you're going away So too I'm far. going to just gulp down a bottle of sparkling cider, white grape, and non-alcoholic, and uh, then eat just a bunch of snacks. <laughs> Patriots think too far. Snacks, I agree. And actually, I want to ask, uh, Lindsay's on the phone for us here. Lindsay, when you get together for a Super Bowl party, food, football game, why are you doing it? Um, I go for all the above. Love oh it. really? What's Love your it. what's your favorite snack? Because I gotta be honest, at this point, I'm not really going to the party to hang out with people. I'm I'm gonna be attracted there by the food. If you come to my house, the cooking is good. Um, finger foods like the little mini sausages with uh, barbecue sauce. We hunt um, probably some summer sausage out of elk and deer. And if we go steak or burgers, I still can cook really well. I mean, I've been doing it for years. 
Okay, I got to tell you, Lindsay, you're you're right up there. You're at the top of the list right now for consideration of places I go. Ajay, here's the question. Okay. So if you're you know you're going with friends and family, probably people you know, you probably have a decent idea what is going to be served, and obviously I would imagine you'd have to bring something. But say I'm going somewhere new, because you know it's only my third year in Utah. Maybe I'm tagging along somewhere new. What's a nice way for me to ask without being so obvious? Hey, so what, what are you guys serving over there? <laughs> what, are you guys, what are you guys gonna have? Because food's why I'm going. That football game, hit or miss. Uh, hey, Lindsay, uh, what do you uh, what do you, what do you mean? I mean that, that that worked out. Uh, we're you gonna know, keep the power a, of the radio. We're gonna show. keep a really simple. We're gonna have a little smoke click. Ah, <laughs> uh, not interested. <laughs> little smoky. I mean, okay. What would draw you to their house for the Super Bowl in regards of snacks? Okay, so what's getting AJ there? Uh, I gotta have good dips. Love me some dips. Well, case, case queso, queso. I love cheese balls. Uh, good salsa. Good dips. By the dip way, options. I've never had a cheese ball. What? Yep. How? Yep. Never done cheese. How ball. is that possible? It does not look attractive. I'm telling you, on a cracker, you gotta get the right crackers. Crackers are important. Okay, so then what's the right cracker? Um, I would say a. You rich, tell me triscuits, and I'm leaving. No, no, no. A rich. I'm quite partial to wheat thins. I like wheat thins. Uh, the townhouse ones are really good. Yes, they got those buttery flavor. Go. I, a couple those those will treat you right. Okay, so dips, right. crackers. What else? I you mean, gotta have a. You gotta, give I mean, me something unoriginal. Ooh, unoriginal. Okay. Um. Okay. So my mom, despite the fact I don't hang out with my family a lot, but if my mom, my mom makes this amazing crab dip, and if she, I will go to. I will go to someone's death to get that crab. I don't care what it is. That she makes good. that crab dip. I'm coming. All right. My, when, when I had my graduation, she let me pick the foods, obviously. And that was all I said. I, said, I want the crab dip. She goes, okay, great. We could do that. But, you know, we're going to have a bunch of people here. I was like, I don't care. You pick the rest of it. I just want the crab dip. Make the crab dip. You figure out the rest. <laughs> Barbecue something. Pulled pork, little smokies. I mean, what about what about you? What do you want? I love, like, the cheese and ham and cracker trays. I go Ooh, to yeah. those all okay. the dang time with, with the salami pepperonis yeah, on yeah. it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, because I usually, when I go, I mean, the Super Bowl, I don't pay attention to this food as much because... Because I'm I'm so focused in on the game. I rarely yeah. normally in it. Well, we know. I mean, we didn't catch any breaks this year. It's been a really sad time for us. Uh, thoughts and you prayers got, to not only Justin's on. eyeballs but the Patriots fans. On. But this year, I'm mean, paying attention to food, and so I need ideas. Uh, you know, text into us or tweet into us. Give me ideas of what to eat to drown my sorrows during this pathetic game that I could care less about. Tell you what, you know, you're somewhere good if they have like uh, like a shrimp cocktail. Oh, that you, sounds they good. thought about it. They they were like, you know what? That sounds do. good. That's what I'm but what's I got to figure out? That's the question. What's a nice way to ask? Like, hey, what are you serving over there? Without being so blatant, like, oh, just say, hey, uh, you got anything good going on? I mean, some, come on. I mean, just say, look, I'm coming for the food. What do you got? <laughs> Speaking of food, there's a mystery on our social media. Uh, a food I left, an item of food I left in a cooler, mixed with the water, and when it dumped out, it turned our snow neon yellow. People have been trying to guess what that what? food was. On our social media was a picture of some snow, which is actually done outside my house. AJ and McCall on VFX. AJ filling in for the missing McCall Taylor today. She's fine. Dustin's having LASIK. That's why she's gone. His eyeballs might not be fine. Completely removed. Anyway. It's gory. So if he could see, he'd see that uh, whatever I dumped out was neon yellow. Is what color turned the snow. It was a food that had mixed with water in a cooler that had just unfortunately sat too long. And all, then you get neon yellow snow. So, Ajay, guesses as to what that food was. Because that's the mystery people have been trying to solve on the Utah's VFX social media. Yeah, pineapple. 
Good guess was not in there. Was not the answer. Uh, I don't. It, I don't think it's going to be as obvious as you think. Just FYI. Macaroni and cheese. Was that in there? No, there was no leftover mac and cheese. It was actually our Christmas bonus ham. We took it on our road trip, and it happened to leak into some of the ice that had melted, and it for some reason turned neon yellow. Bet you didn't know that science experiment, did you? Because I didn't. <laughs> How does that? No idea. I've got nothing for you. It was a terrible smell too. We all we had to take it to the bathtub, scrub the cooler. But it raised, but I think a bigger question for me: How good are you? Scale one to ten. How good are you of not letting things go bad in fridge, freezer, etc.? Six. Yeah, I put myself in about because a five. I mean, you and I are so busy, especially at this time of the year with football and high school games and and traveling with all sorts of you know doing all the work. Like I'm never home, right? Like, and my wife, you know, she she works like crazy too. So we we're rarely home. So there's times where I'm like. Like, I remember there was one week where I actually had to go out to eat every single night because I wasn't going to be home. I had games and, and everything, and, yeah, it's crazy. So I I'm try, I try to be really careful what I shot for. Yeah, that's adult status. I can say, like, I love status. chocolate milk, I have, and I, so I buy like the half gallon of chocolate milks. I've never finished one in, like, two years. That sucks. It sucks. That's super sucks. And then you dump it, and you're like, man, what See, am I doing? And, and then, yeah, I think our problem is, mine and Ashley's problem is, is so, like, we're trying to do better, so we're trying to eat out less. Problem is, is that you run out of fridge space, so stuff gets pushed to the back, and yeah. then you just forget about yep. it. And then one day, you know, I usually get a... A hair up my butt, and I'm like, all right, let's see what's in here. And I'm like, when, wait, this is from like four months ago. I'm just pulling stuff out, and I'm going to empty all these containers. Like, okay, we're going to be better this time. Four months later, there's going to be something that's shoved to the back. I'm like, what science experiment is this in the fridge? Every I time. used to work at a place where I was a janitor. I have to clean out the fridge every month. Oh, jeez. I can't tell you oh, the horror geez. stories I have. I can't even imagine. Have you seen the work fridge here? I, I feel would- like people put stuff in there. Like, all right, I'm not coming back for this for at least a month. Like, what, what are you doing? It happens all the time. Oh, it makes me want to gag. Oh, big time. Totally. Ugh. 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 Do you do that, listeners? Do you put stuff in the fridge and then just leave it there and like, oh, yeah. Who does That was good six months ago. <laughs> you comment on the hand picture on a scale of one to ten. How good are you of not letting things go bad in your refrigerator? Hey, after the break, I got to ask you, what is something that you will not eat as a leftover? AJ McCall show on VFX. AJ filling in for the missing McCall Taylor. And my question was then, because that was all based on leaving ham in there too long, what, on a scale of 1 to 10, would you rate yourself on how good you are at not letting things go spoil? And then you raise the issue question, is there things you stay away from just because it's too close? And I tell you, yes and no, like milk, because the date on it is crap. You got to smell it and eye test it. But even still, I'm always... I'm always worried because nobody wants chewy milk. I'm always concerned it looks okay, and I'm like, I don't, want, I don't want to bite into this. See, for me, it's sandwich meat. Okay, like that, dude. I'm paranoid about that. I'll eat because I feel like like meat will get you really sick if it's expired or yeah. whatever bad. Yeah, you could be. I mean, talk about losing eyeballs, <laughs> losing a lot of things if you eat bad meat. I can't come in today. I can't get off the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I've had that problem too. Oh. So I mean, I'm just saying, like, so meats, so meats, one for me. Uh, meats good. You know, what goes bad easy is bread. Yeah. I had a buddy in college. I had a buddy in college. We were out drinking one night. He went home and he was eating food. He texts us all the next morning. 
He's like, hey, so uh, I just I broke into a, a loaf of bread last night and didn't finish it. In fact, I made quite a huge mess. But I was eating it only to realize when I looked in the bag today that it, part of it had started to mold. Oh, dude. <laughs> I was like, no. are you okay? He's like, yeah, mostly, I think. I'm just kind of grossed out. I was like, whew, close call. Oh, God bless your heart, dude. Oh, yeah. Here's, here's one. Have you ever gotten, speaking of bad stuff going bad, have you ever gotten food poisoning from a restaurant? No, okay. Purely hypothetical because I don't wish it on you. It's terrible. Would you go back to a place if you got food poisoning there? No. Uh-uh. <laughs> I've gotten food poisoning twice in the same place before. <laughs> what? Yeah. You went back? Yeah. It was Gluten for punishment. Yeah. What, dude? No, I, I mean, I paid for it, so I definitely learned my lesson. Oh, yeah. Fun fact, that restaurant closed down because it was an international smuggling hub. They used it to smuggle people. Do you remember when Gordon Hayward got food poisoning? I think so, yeah. In the playoffs? Yeah. The day before a game? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know where it was at? Yeah, I do. I figured you did. We, we'll keep it quiet. We'll keep it quiet. Well, until <laughs> we get off air. Yeah, of course. I want to know. Um, if there's anything you want to know today, because McCall's gone, dude, some of the special answering questions. So we had a chance to post on our social media. I'm going to grab a couple of them, answer them coming up. Q&A with just the A of M&A. Well, A&M. AJ and McCall show on VFX. AJ filling in because McCall's out today. Dustin's getting LASIK. Send her your well wishes that her boyfriend's losing his eyes. Trust me, it'll be funny. But I figured, you know, since- It is not funny. What makes you funny that he's losing his eyeballs? You know, I'm going to feel really bad if something bad goes happen happens during his yeah, surgery. Yeah, you know, it's going to be on you. Probably. I don't know. What's the percentage? Let's Google that real quick. What's the percentage of something uh, terrible happening during LASIK? Let me, okay, you Google that. I'll Google losing eyeballs, <laughs> like images. Losing, <laughs> no, I don't want to see that. Well, you, you know what? I remember one time when I was on this show, I think it was the last time, and I told you I hated snakes. What did you do? You sent me images of snakes. <laughs> I did do that. Yeah, one in did. a thousand. Chances of something going noticeably wrong during LASIK vision is one in a thousand. Hey, great news. They have prosthetic eyes. To be able to replace it for eyeballs file off, good fall out. That's good news. Why do people lose their eye? <laughs> what the feds? Are you serious? This is real. Oh my. Know. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Dude, come check this no, dog's no, 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 eye no, no. out. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. So I figured since the call is gone, we could do a Q&A because nobody can stop me. So any questions you want to know, and you can keep posting them. Maybe we'll get to them a little bit later. But some of the basic ones were uh, what got us both in the radio business. How did we get into radio? Clark said that. Simon said that. In all honesty, I was lucky enough my high school had a radio program, and I did it because, you know, it's radio. It sounds fun. Admittedly, maybe a little bit like a blow-off class. And then it kind of just kept happening. In college, I got that uh, part-time job because my radio station in high school had a good – What's the word? A good, uh, it did good stuff. I can't think of the word. I'm blanking. And then uh, I was able to turn that into an internship at a different station. And then I got hired. And in all honesty, it was because it was never felt like a job. It's fun. You can attest to that. Radio's fun. Yeah, it's fun. I. It's not really, I mean, look, when I when I was in Columbus, Ohio, Reputation the NCAA tournament. what I was thinking of. Reputation. Like, it wasn't a job. It was a. It was yeah, exactly. so much fun. Yeah. Sitting next to Chris Weber, you know, in the NCAA tournament was just nuts to me. But, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Another it's, one it's of the questions work. I got, and I'm only going to speak for myself with this. Uh, Whitney asked, what are our pet peeves about each other? 
Now I'm only gonna, I'm going to speak on behalf of myself here, and I'm sure my pet peeves McCall has about me are that I can get kind of moody, especially when I don't feel well. So like on air or off air. Yesterday I wasn't feeling well. I don't really want to talk a lot, but McCall oh, I know. loves to talk. I walked in. Hi. Hi. All right, we'll see you later. Great talk. I wasn't feeling well. I get a little moody. Really? A little bit. That's it's common. That's been the case since I was like That's a great question. Ever Whitney. existed. I like that question. Ever what are your existed. Pet of each other? What's pet peeves of you and your co-host? Uh <laughs> uh I, I think his pet peeve of me is sometimes I push the line. Sometimes I cuss every now and then oh, on air. How dare you. I know. I shouldn't, but I do. And then I get yelled at by my mom or by somebody about it. Uh, my pet peeves of him? <laughs> Man, I don't really have any. He's actually really good to work with. He's dang fun to work with. He's a blast. Kissing up. Smart. Smart move to kiss up. Oh, he's not listening to our <laughs> show. Are you kidding me? <laughs> he has so many things to do. <laughs> I mean, yeah, sure, I'm playing it smart, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what? Okay, what's the one thing you don't like about your job? I gotta be. I'm still not much of a morning person. I've gotten better That's about it. I you. do not like the hours. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if I could not get up at four, that would be awesome. So the one for me, and this is kind of surprising. When I first got into radio, I was working for the Utah Jazz uh, in Salt Lake, and my boss, a uh, really, really good human being, told me you need to become a sports junkie. Watch sports, basketball, baseball, whatever, every single moment you get a chance. Read about it, think about it, like find ways to get it. And so, like when I come home after studying four hours of sports and then go into a game, I want to come home and watch SpongeBob or The Office or Mickey Mouse or Reasonable. something. Reasonable. I don't want to watch another game. I wouldn't have guessed that. That makes total sense because you don't want to get burnt Dude, out. You're, oh, but you're I wouldn't burnt have guessed out. that. No, that makes sense. Huh. If you got questions, throw them up on social media. You'll see the Q&A logo. What do you want to know? We still got another day of show tomorrow. What do you want to know about the AJ and McCall show? Utah's VFX, all social media. Hey, did you see what was going on up in Washington State? No. AJ McCall at VFX. AJ filling in with McCall out. So Anna, Anna's question for the Q&A is, are we heading towards a new pandemic? So there's that new virus that uh, the World Health Organization confirmed was coming from China, right? Yeah. So uh, in Washington State, in Shomash County, or Sh- oh, I'm going to mess this up, Sonohomash, I have no idea. Nailed it. it. It's in Washington. <laughs> More than 500 people have been infected since last month. So five U.S. airports are scanning passengers for potential China. The virus is like the SARS, but they've like started locking down areas of the state. What? Yeah. So see, here's a tweet. Uh, train. So from China, they're starting to shut down train station, airports, bus, ferries, all that. And then in, in, here in, uh, I think, Washington, in Washington, they started to start to shut a couple things down, too, to try and figure this out because it's starting to spread. So are they canceling schools and everything? or are they, just... I, they haven't gotten that far yet. Okay. They haven't got that far, but kind of terrifying, right? I don't, I don't know. How do you take it? Because we've had, you and I are old enough, we've lived through, what, swine flu, bird flu, Heck, I had a girlfriend and a brother both get swine flu. What do you think? Legit or just another one of those things that's maybe being blown out of proportion? I think it's being cautious. Definitely that. Now, it could be being blown out of proportion, definitely. <laughs> we, know, we know how we, as people, are. But I think in this day and age, you can't be too careful. Like, that's anything bonkers. can happen. That's bonkers. Because if it is legit, oh, not good.
Now, there's cities in China. Officials in Wuhan, China are blocking residents from leaving the city to stop it from spreading. Happy new vacation plans. <sighs> Ironically, I was just in China <laughs> like four months ago, three months ago. Aren't you glad you're back? Yeah, well, the Black Wait, Plague is in Beijing. What do you have? Nothing. Did I you feel bring great. anything with you? Nah. I swear to lie. I don't even know where Wuhan, China is. Let me see. I can tell you how close I was. Wuhan, China to Hong Kong, China. By plane, it's still two hours. Still. Between those two places. That's my plane. I'm fine. I'm fine. That's still bonkers, though. They, like, shut down a whole city. People freaking out in Washington. Don't freaking touch me. There's hand sanitizer right there. You'll be fine. That's <laughs> AJ McCall at VFX. Now, Facebook roulette, normally a competition, but uh, since I run unopposed with McCall not here, free victory. That being said, I'm still going to try and land on something good. AJ Knight, McCall Taylor, find us on all social media as I spin my feed. And I'm going to randomly land on stop Michelle Marie. <laughs> it's a video of someone driving over a roundabout. Who has time for roundabouts? Do you have a problem with them? Do you like them? Do you think they're a good addition? Yeah, as long as everybody else knows how to use it. I, uh, McCall and I got it just a little bit yesterday. I still don't understand. Like, don't get me wrong. I got it. The four-way stop thing perplexes me beyond all belief here. I don't understand what's the confusing part of about them. Well, if you all arrive at the same stop sign at the same time, it's it's a little bit tough. That I'll, I'll conclude. Like, if who there's goes? hesitation and then you there, stare at each other awkwardly. But and like then if one of you tries to go, but the other one tries to go, and then you're. Uh, but no, I know, I know. Sure, benefit. I mean, you're supposed to yield to the right, by the way. But 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 everyone's to the right of you. Though. Recently, recent. Well, then somebody's just gonna go. Recently, I was at one, and I I pulled up. I pulled up. And I'm going north and south. So I'm coming from the south side going north. Yep. So and so I stop. South, south going north. Yeah. I stop. Stops and so the, the lady to my right who's going east for, to west stops. So she beats me, but she's also my right. So I wait. Going to the north is she's the east now. So they, she goes to drive, and the car behind her is like, oh, yeah, it's my turn too. So just tries to follow her with her. I'm like, you don't get to go two at a time. That's not how this works. Time out. Was she going from south to north? or was she I was going east? south to north. They were going east to west. So we were crisscrossing. But you said she was to the right, so that'd be more going to the east. She's going the from the east to the, to the east, west. But she's to the south. The point was, <laughs> you're just confusing everybody. The point is, figure out four-way stops and roundabouts. I think they're nice, but I'm with you. People kind of kind of dumb. <laughs> the AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor, add us across all social media. Utah's VFX across all social media. Utah'sVFX.com. Find the music news, the blogs. You can stream us there. Get entered in for lunch with listeners. That's a week from today. Uh, and and tomorrow is the end of Park Narc, so make sure you go to our social media to vote on which parking spot was the most annoying so we can find out which narker wins Apple Spice tomorrow. AJ, big thank you for filling in. Appreciate it. I think she was going from west to east because if you were actually looking that way to the right, it'd be south. I'm looking at a live compass right now or GPS, and it, it looks like you were going north. Everybody's lost. So until tomorrow for the AJ McCall Show, don't do anything we wouldn't Save do. Save your eyeballs. And thanks for listening to VFX 94.5 and 98.3.